You are listening to a Bravo Cast Network production. Just uh, testing a recording to make sure we, I can Whoa. hear everything. That was my gotcha. mic check. My mic check is when you guys are just talking. Yeah. Because when I say, okay, the guys, let's do a mic check, no one fucking says anything. <laughs> That's bullshit. I always say something. Yeah. Dan starts doing riddles. The level of intelligence of what I say is very minimal <laughs> when you ask for a mic check, but I still talk. Boys, I'm digitally illiterate. The fact that I'm on this right now, I'm I'm mighty impressed. It's okay. We, we have a Joe. You can borrow him. <laughs> I don't know we what's all going need on. A Joe. Oh, wait, Joe doesn't know PC. Sorry, I don't know what's I going lied. on. I've taken apart PCs. <laughs> I had a couple of years of PCs. Yeah. Are you guys on a laptop for this, or is this like a yeah. PC thing? No, it's no, a we're on a yeah, me too. A MacBook. Not MacBook just any. Air. Oh, oh, the real deal. <laughs> Professional. Well, cheers. 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 Thanks for joining the show, Rob. Thank you for having me, guys. It's a pleasure to be on. Robert I've, Grant. I've had Dan on the show, so. Yeah, so uh, I, I, I really uh, enjoyed our chat. I figured to invite you into the garage and uh, and let it loose a little bit. You don't have to be so professional and, and, um, and knowledgeable here. You can kind of spit it the way it is. Yeah, Rob, Rob's, uh, Rob's podcast is really, it's up there intellectually. Yeah. It's, it's philosophical. Oh, I like that. Which uh, anybody who knows me would uh, find that a paradoxical statement. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you fake it Rob. well. You fake it well. Yeah, oh, I mean, thank that- you very much. I'm, I'm <laughs> glad I do that. Yeah. I think the name does kind of give it away, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. well, Dan, Dan's got it figured out. It could yeah. be a, it could be a, an ironic He's to name. Psych everybody out, and they were going to listen. That's and right. Think, well, this guy must be a moron. He doesn't know anything. Yeah, <laughs> but, but then you listen. Going to ramble. Like, wow, though. this is a little yeah. uh, high intellectuality. <laughs> well, you know, I mean. I, I've never been like I love sports and I love cars. I think those things are all cool and stuff. But that's never been my niche. And uh, ever since high school, I've loved you know reading books and and you know all kinds of weird theories and stuff like that. So I figured, man, if these are the kind of conversations that I enjoy, why not make a show out of it, right? Yeah. Kind of like you know this one. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, your shows. I'm probably wrong. Right, but what are you right about? Like, what is it that you that you hit on that you know this is this is my jam? Wow, that's a you could be your own guest. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Well, it's it's definitely it's kind of like that. Like, I'm it's a learning process. I'm having conversations with you know all kinds of different uh, thought processes, fields of study, you know, fields of thought. Uh, like I have, I have one guy, he's like this hyper conservative named William Gardner. I don't know if you've ever heard of him, but he's like the super right wing kind of philosophical, uh, educator. And then this other guy I have on is, um, Roger Steffens, who's Bob Marley's historian. 
And Ooh. mid-interview, he asked me, he's like, have you ever done acid, Rob? And I'm like, um, <laughs> we're going to have to, we're going to have to talk about that. <laughs> parents, <laughs> like, you know, my parents, my parents might be to listening to this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mom's like, I always knew he did acid. <laughs> <laughs> How do you get your guests? Cause you, it sounds like you get some interesting people. You know what? It's just lots of research. Um, I'm very fortunate that I have people that that help me behind the scenes. Bobby uh, G, he does the uh, like the audio putting together the podcast. Lately, I haven't released well. We haven't released any podcast episodes. It's just been on YouTube, so you can find us on there. I'm probably wrong about everything. Looking looking for subscribers. Do you guys have a YouTube? We do. Um, I'm. I don't know. I. Because I wanted to concentrate on the audience uh, yeah. for the podcast, I thought putting stuff on YouTube would bastardize mm. the audience count. Because, you know, monetization, you want to get, you know, you want to show yeah. downloads and stuff like that. Like, you want to have some proof that you have an audience in order to, you know, be able to sell any kind of advertising right. down the road, obviously. Um uh, I know those numbers can be put in as like auxiliary, but when you have a high count just for a podcast, in my opinion, mm. it helps you to uh, uh, add more validity to um, the show in general right. a- as an actual show. Yeah. So that's why I'm, I'm a little hesitant. Um, Dan, Dan's been pushing me, so I, I want to see, I want to see what happens. Cause I don't have a lot of, most of my shows I've recorded video. Mm. Um, there's a few, I just did audio because I was just playing with different kinds of software. So I would use garage band and, and, right. um, uh, OBS, uh, that can do both. So, you know, but OBS is a little flaky and, you know, it's, 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 um, software that's uh, it's updated regularly but it's still it's still freeware and yeah it's open software so anybody can contribute to it it's you know everybody a lot of people use it like you go on youtube and you want to learn how to use obs there's you know hundreds and thousands of videos so obs is like the editing so see because like Mm -hmm. i am just you know i i'm not business minded and things like that and this and, and, and really that's just a, a cheap excuse. Yeah, I mean, no. These are things that I could so learn and I should OB, learn. OBS is just the capturing software. So it'll capture the audio right. and the video. It's well it's good for and live streams too. No, that's for- Streamlabs more. Okay, I have heard of OBS. You know what? It's super complex like see that it is, you I know use- why? Because it's it's very DOS looking. Yeah. Or very Windows yeah. 95 looking. Yeah. I didn't sign so, up for C+. Like, yeah. So it's, in, it's, so it, you know what? It, there's a, I wouldn't say a steep learning curve. It's a, it's, it's a short steep learning curve because like uh, when uh, me and Dan were uh, playing around with it and Dan wanted to learn how to use it too. Like it takes a little bit of, you know, it took what, mm. 20 minutes, half an hour. And then you started to yeah. like change stuff. So it, once you get used to how how it works, then it it, it mostly makes sense. Yeah, if you've right. used Windows ninety five you in your life, it'd be easier to understand. Can you do multiple streams with that? Because what I yes. use, yeah, you can have stream- you, can, okay. you can have twenty streams if you want from different video sources, or you can just do audio. 
Like you right. choose what source you want. Do you want an audio source and a video source? Do you just want the video? Just want the audio? So it's very, it's extremely flexible, but it's so, it's so flexible that there are so many choices that sometimes it gets right. a little overwhelming. Right. But w once well, you learn the basics, it's not, it's not crazy complicated. And then, and then is it, is it easy to get a guest on there? Because the one that I use is StreamYard or yeah, StreamYard. Yeah. And you got to pay for it. Yeah. So it's like, shit, I'll take the hit. But anyways, it's so easy. You just send the invites and then yeah, people yeah. join. Well, that's, yeah, the, you can have, like, well, that's yeah, the thing yeah, with yeah. OBS and that it'll, it'll capture your screen and your audio yes. that you're getting through there. So you don't necessarily have to invite someone to OBS to stream with them or to capture all of that. You can just capture your Skype window or you I know see. your video conference window in a sense. That's why a lot of like streamers will use that and uh, they'll have like a capture card for it. Oh, yeah, speed one. See, this is the, this is what I'm saying. Like these are all the things that you learn. Yeah. No, and, you know what? It's pl it's playing around with it. I mean, on here because there's there's quite a delay now there's now delay, yeah. i'm gonna have delay. to use the book method give me one second the book method this is my pretentious bookshelf i'm gonna like cover myself up with a book look I at like the one i pick tyson <laughs> mike tyson <laughs> i like a post book. tattoo yeah man he's the man though mike tyson i saw him do an interview with norm mcdonald okay oh man it's hilarious he's like telling a joke and then yeah, he, yeah. It's just look up Norm Macdonald and Mike Tyson. The one interview I remember Hilarious. watching, uh, Mike Tyson, and when um, you know the guy that does the CTV news at six, no black guy, no, okay. he's relatively oh, new. Oh yeah, yeah. He's asked he about was, the rape. He, he, came he was from on like, CP twenty four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that one. You're a piece of shit. You fucking yeah, piece of shit. Cussing about. Yeah. Oh, he called him a he piece of so shit mad. on live TV like six times. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, come on, yeah. Mike." He's like, "No, you're a piece of and shit." Then, and then he asked him. He asked him a question. He's like, "Would you rather do this or do that?" He's like, "I don't know, man, but you're a piece of shit." Yeah, I love <laughs> that. That is the perfect yeah. television moment. Oh man, I was behind him at Lion at a No Frills. Uh, um, oh yeah, like top. Yeah, like the top the week TV. after that came out. The camera, the the news guy, or yeah. Mike Tyson? No, no, not oh. Mike Tyson. <laughs> if it was Mike what Tyson, I'd saying? have an autograph on my arm. Dan right was, I think, Dan was saying that he was behind the anchor uh, that was getting like a week after. Tyson, the week after, no way. Yeah, I was like, should I approach him? Should I talk to him about this? I would have said, should I great say something? Man. I'm like, I'm this guy's just got like two things in his hand. I'm like, he wants to get in and out of here as fast as possible. Listen, you piece of I'm going to let him go. <laughs> I would have said, dude, you're part of TV gold. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. You, you're, you're going to be on YouTube for a long time. <laughs> yeah, that's going nowhere. Yeah. So no, that guy's Canadian. The, the guy the that guy interviewed him. Cast out. Yeah. 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 Right here in the yeah, city. Right here. In, yeah. In Toronto. I can't remember what Mike Tyson was here for. Probably some. he was doing a few years ago. He was doing like a live show. He did it on HBO. He did like a stand-up routine. Did you guys ever see it? Like a no. one-man show? Yeah, he oh. was like doing like a maybe that's what like he was a, saying. A, yeah, yeah, but he was this is going really back good. like four or five years. Yeah, but though. he was also yeah. uh, releasing yeah. his uh, rehab center and his uh, marijuana line and all of that stuff too. A few years back. Yeah, but he would have been doing that in Canada. 
Because yeah. yeah, I can't imagine he'd be able to. That was before uh, we all no, went when, legal. When did it become legal? Yeah. Two years ago. Twenty eighteen. Really? I'm not sure. Something like that. Been legal been to me for years. a long time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's never been non legal for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Rob's gonna be the uh, fact checker. That's right. Well, I'm. You're hired. <laughs> huh? Yeah. I'm curious to know, like, when. I think it was two years when ago. Did King, I'm pretty sure it was 2018. 18? Yeah. Let's see. Uh, 2018. 18? October 17th. October. So that's why I thought it was two years ago. Yeah. Well, three done. years ago. Three years ago. Now we're in December. Yeah. Yep. Thank God it was uh, <laughs> decriminalized during COVID. I mean, people would have really lost their shit. Well, like, think about the general public. No, it's legal. It was who, legal in COVID. You know, once it's decriminalized, yeah, they're like, mean, yeah. oh, yeah. Well, I'll no, there's that. two different things. And right? then. What two What's that? different things? Sorry, no, there's decriminalized and then legal. Right. Right? So it's been, yeah. from from my knowledge, don't, don't quote me on this. I'm probably wrong about it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's been decriminalized for a bunch of years where cops and and the law wouldn't be able to kind of shoot you off to jail depending on it's, how much you had on you yeah. like you could carry it, you could have a gram on you or a gram or two and on they'll you, let you go and they'll give you a warning or, or take it away from you yeah. yeah. but it wouldn't be you know you have it with intent to sell yeah yeah now it's legal you but can it, have as you know as much as you want and you. grow it yeah in the in the states, the laws are crazy though. Like, oh, the problem yeah. is it's 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 de it's decriminalized. Well, if, if the federal government decriminalizes it, it doesn't really make a difference because each state controls, yeah, uh, what is legal and what's not legal. So, yeah. it, like right now, it's it's legal in Washington State, Colorado, Colorado, yeah, but it's illegal in wherever else, Nevada, or I yeah. don't know. So each state just controls it themselves, and it's all over the place. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. There's some people who have been put in jail. They're getting a life sentence for having, like, a fucking what? ounce of weed on them. <laughs> it's it's illegal to smoke weed in Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. But they what got some the really fuck, good man? shit. Going to Hawaii. <laughs> shit. Oh, Can man. Cancel. Yeah. Are you going to Hawaii? Cool. Yeah, yeah. It's... Quick flight for you. Uh, it's it's still it's about it's about four hours. Oh, it's it's like us going down to Dominican or Cuba or whatever, yeah. right? So yeah. it's eight hours. It would be eight hours for us, no? Hawaii yeah. to go to Hawaii, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and we'd have to stop in okay. L.A. too. Yeah, but because you guys are closer to the Caribbean, do you are you guys more likely to fly there to like Barbados or something? Or yeah, you guys Caribbean's an open Hawaii? market for over here. Like yeah. yeah. That's usually the place to go because it's just cheaper, more convenient. St. Lucia, Kits, St. Kitts. Cuba. Yeah. Cuba. Yeah. I've been to Cuba twice. It was fucking great. I wish I remember. Never been it. to Cuba. I've been to Venezuela. Well, that's really? A, that's yeah. an odd one. Yeah, that was cool. When That'd I was be like, nice what? To go. That's an odd one. Yeah, I don't know. We went on family Cuba. vacation I didn't in go Cuba. To Mexico, but I went to absolutely Venezuela. gorgeous. It's cheap as hell. Yeah. yeah. Gold you could like buy on the street from vendors, and it's not like plated stuff this is like 18 karat gold like yeah. gold coming out of their ass for some reason uh, a lot of fake stuff Crazy. like yeah. gucci oh. the, my gucci my, my mother had bought a gucci purse and it said echo in venezuela yeah so mm. it, and the guy said okay we make it here but we order the material from italy and then we make it here which is bullshit it just it's fake we knew it was fake 
Yeah. But <laughs> food was cheap, plentiful. Yeah. The resort was absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Now it's a shithole. I checked what the resort. Happened? Well, Venezuela. They went to hyperinflation. Oil, and then, yeah, yeah they, uh, well, because they were, because of their, because they were making so much money with their oil exports that they could practically pay for everything. So you never had to pay for gas. You paid like 10 cents a liter down there for gas. It was almost free. And they would use all their oil money to pay for all their social programs. So all uh, upper education was free. Healthcare was free. They had a universal background, uh, a basic income. Like they, it, like the entire population was taken care of. <clears throat> and then it just, you know, corruption, corruption, corruption. The, the country starts to collapse, hyperinflation. So now hamburger costs like $600. Nobody can pay for gas. And, the, and then the ec economy crumbles and there's sanctions. And how important is any of this when you're choosing a vacation? Well, this all happened before. <laughs> I so, mean, this is before you, it's just like the, the cost of your, your, it was what your experience, right? Like, what's the cost of your experience going to be when you travel to a country like that? Like, that's the only thing you're really taking into consideration. Yeah, but it was a gorgeous country you're at not, the time. You're not, yeah, you're not bringing like, I don't know, uh, extra tips and I don't know freebies to hand out to the poor when you no. head over there, right? Well, there there was poor. Well, like, there's like poor. There was like poor around. Trip. Like you, yeah. yeah, you're on <clears throat> vacation, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. But what I. The the big uh, did you did you see the cities though? Did, did you or did you we stay on the resort? In a small town. It was right on the coast. It was Puerto La Cruz. Um, what's the island? The famous island, Margarita Island. Margarita. I think it's Margarita Island. We were across from that, so we were on the main coast, and we stayed in a. a it was it's a small town, so there was a lot of poor. Like everybody even said, don't <clears throat> don't go out wandering. Mm -hmm. It's not a good idea. I Stay know. on the resort. So there Sorry, was, was there was wrong? a lot of poor. What was that, Google? Yeah, well, I, was, I looked it up. Uh, Isla Margarita. There you go. Yeah, Margarita Island. So the yeah. resort was beautiful. The food was great. Everything was cheap. And then it went to shit. Yeah. yeah. But it's a beautiful country. Hot so much of South fuck. America is in like <clears throat> dire straits yeah. like colombia and stuff it's crazy man yeah i talked about this in one of my episodes about the war on drugs and how it's just completely fucked up Latin the failed America. war on drugs oh mm -hmm. yeah it's like the problem with the war on drugs is uh we're 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 asking the wrong question speaking of being probably wrong about something but we're not asking why people are doing drugs like why people are getting hooked on, you know, crack cocaine. There, there needs to be more social programs for that. Yeah. And then you look at countries like Switzerland and they decriminalized uh, heroin. So it's like you can have it decriminalized. It's like you can possess it, but you can't sell it, which it's like, okay, well, then where are you going to get it from if you can't sell it? So anyways, in Switzerland, you can do like heroin legally. In Portugal, I think everything's decriminalized. And Oh, yeah? They're having yeah. There's a couple of countries there. where, like, it's basically a, when it comes to yeah. drugs, it's a free for all. And yeah. they see so many less like ODs and criminal charges and this and that because it's it's like 
whatever. It's like, yeah. Fucking well, it's one less thing for authorities to worry about. Yeah. Yeah. At, to a certain yeah. point, like Canada is a good example too. Like how many, how many cops are going out on drug busts because of marijuana? Obviously there's drug busts for other kinds of drugs, Yeah. but for marijuana, it's, it's you well, know they spent so much fucking <clears throat> money on their stupid uh grow up bus the task force and, yeah and they'd get like what fucking two a year and it was only in the winter because you couldn't see snow on the person's roof then oh, my, my, yeah, my, that's right the, the house <laughs> next to me was a grow up mm -hmm. yeah the guy lost his house it was sweet yeah my son i think my son was maybe five years old so this is oh, about so 15 years buying. ago Huh? So he wasn't, he wasn't buying. buying, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I was getting ready to go to work early, early in the morning. It was probably like 5 or 6 a.m. And I was getting my stuff ready, putting it in my car. And I see this truck park across the street. And these two guys get out and they start walking. And they had construction vests on. So I thought, you know, these guys are meeting someone going to work down the street whatever did the, the, the truck say like florists by irene or no it's just a regular pickup truck <laughs> it was it wasn't an under it wasn't it wasn't even under an undercover so they walk down the street and then they come back and they see me and they come up my driveway so they and they introduce themselves as police officers so they said uh you know we're uh watching in your neighbor's house have you seen anything unusual going on comings and goings and i said no not really seems to i don't know work late or whatever whatever i told them so they said okay if you see anything let us know and they give they gave me uh, their business cards so then they left and then the first thing i did was run over to the meter and i looked at mine yeah. first and it was it was before the smart meter so i had the spinning dial on the yeah. bottom yeah. So mine was spinning normally, and I look at theirs, and it's like four times the speed. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, it's a grow up. And yeah. then maybe a week later, um, I was at work, and my son was outside. I think it was, it was December or January. And so he was outside playing in the snow, and my wife's sitting on the porch while watching him. And all of a sudden, all these cops just swarm in front of the house. Yeah. A truck comes, hazmat suits and everything. They come in. They take the my son watches the neighbor get walked away in handcuffs, and they took the house. They took everything. They had one chance to come back and get some stuff, and then never saw them again. Was and it was it a house house or was it like yeah my house? yeah my neighbor no it was it's it's a, a detached it's home. a detached home. Shit. So they completely cops obviously possessed the house, everything in it, and uh, I think maybe two or three months later when they started to get it ready to be sold. Um, they hired a special company to come that cleans these kinds of houses. And uh, he needed to borrow some power. So he came over and said, you mind just if I plug in for a couple of minutes? I said, yeah, no problem. And I said, so how, how bad is the house? He's like, I've never seen a house this bad. There's moss. There's, there's, um, mold or there's mold growing, mold and moss growing from the basement all the way up to the top of the attic inside and the in walls, every yeah. room in the walls yeah, yeah. It, there was so much humidity in this house can you even clean that they had to completely gut oh, the yeah, entire yeah. place oh, they the had thing. to shave all the studs down he's like oh, we've never done this much work before yeah and they were there for like three weeks wow yeah it was it was bad so Man. was it just weed or were they growing something else? No, I think it was just weed. Oh, it'd be just weed. Yeah. 
And then 10 years later, it's free. Yeah. Oh, right. This is back. <laughs> right. Yeah, this, this is 15 years ago. Yeah, it was big business yeah, back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Huge a good business. story. The guy had the guy had like three different companies that he was probably laundering the money through. He mm -hmm. was probably he was making so much money he didn't know what to do with it. He hired a neighbor to come and do uh, decorate the inside of one of his nail salons. He had three nail salons. Yeah. So he had the neighbor, this Finnish carpenter, come to finish one of his uh, his nail salons, and he brought him to another one. And he said, "I want it to look like this." And when I, the neighbor told me this story, he's like, I've never seen so much mahogany and crystal chandeliers in my life. And it's just a unit. Wow. But it was cladded yeah. with wood and these yeah. huge chandeliers. I was spending money like crazy just to get rid of it. Yeah. <clears throat> and that whole time you could have been buying for real cheap next Fuck, day. Fuck. Yeah, I could have said throw, you know, throw a bag or two over the fence every once in a while. Right. Keep my mouth shut. Yeah, <laughs> just I hand it no off to my five-year-old. He's a super nice neighbor. <laughs> he was uh, a nice neighbor. He was a really nice I'm gonna neighbor. I'm going to send my son to the door. I'll send my son to the yeah. door. Put yeah. this in his backpack and yeah. then send him back home. <laughs> Amazing! <laughs> wow. Yeah, things in the big city, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I've I've never been to Toronto, so I, I have no idea what it's like there. Have you ever been like east of? <laughs> BC in I've been general? a Yellowknife. Okay. I've been a Yellowknife. Uh, I have been in Toronto, but like on a layover, right? So it's like, and it was like at 2 a.m. So you saw the airport. Oh, that's so the, the best airport. part. So yeah. I saw the airport, yeah. right? But um, yeah, no, I've been a Yellowknife and, you know, Alberta and stuff. But I don't I, know. I'm just, I, I, I know it sounds bad, but I've, I've never really wanted to explore I don't think I've been west of, of London. <laughs> but isn't that isn't that weird? Like we want to go all all these places in the states. Yeah. Right? Like I've been okay. I've been in New Orleans. I've, I've been, been to New uh, Orleans. I've driven to San Francisco for a football game because uh, I'm an Eagles fan. I'm a bit of a freak, and I can't stand Seattle. Fucking can't stand the Seahawks. <laughs> Anyways, so can't stand the Seahawks. I've been to Hawaii a bunch of times. You know what I mean? Like I've been all these places in this. I've been to Philadelphia. Yeah, tourism in I've Canada. I've never been. What's that? The tourism industry in Canada doesn't promote itself properly. No, to, no not at all. To Canadians. To Canadians yeah. specifically. Yeah. Yeah. They've really only started doing any of that now with the pandemic where yeah. they're yeah. focused yeah, on themselves. Discover yeah. Ontario. Well, Discover They've Ontario has been forever. But yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Now Same I'm with Discover that. BC. They ramped it up a little bit because people couldn't go anywhere. Yeah. Right? So they're like, well, we're not going to. Yeah. We're not going to be getting the dollars in from other countries like yeah. they used to. So they're investing yeah. in themselves. But, I mean, still, with everything closed, it wasn't like it was – I can't say it's successful, you know? Have, have you guys been to the – well, I think Chris was just at the Maritimes or something. But have you guys He's been going. to EI and, and stuff? No, I'm going to New Brunswick. I leave on Saturday. I'm going for six days. Yeah, I'll be but going. have you guys been there before? Like, is that a spot you guys vacation? No, no. But I've been your way. I've been to Vancouver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went. I have some family out there. Nice. I want to take the train across Canada. That'd be pretty yeah, cool. That'd be really fun. I think. So you should chronicle it. Yeah. Yeah, like um. Make a fucking vlog. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, like Daily? make like nine hundred you know TikToks. You know what you can call it? <laughs> you can call it Daily Cup of Joe. Daily Cup of Joe across Canada. Yeah, as you're drinking your like fucking it. coffee. And have a different cup of coffee yeah. in a different town every day. Yeah, I like it. Trademark that. 
It's just expensive to take a train across Canada as it is to fly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my recommendation is to be via Joe. Via (laughs) Joe. Wow. What then? These ideas are gold. I would do it then. Like if it's just as expensive to fly, why fly? You could see the country. Yeah, no, that's yeah. So it's it's a long. If you got a sore back, you're not doing it. It's a long. Yeah. Yeah. A long trip though. I like to get it over with. I think it's two days. That's not bad. Two days nonstop. Considering if you want to drive, it's five days to get to Vancouver. Yeah, no, I, yeah. Right? No, the drive would I actually be interesting. My uh my brother in law who lives in uh Hamilton, he's he's like, Yeah, I, I, he drove from Hamilton this summer to here, Vancouver. Nice. And uh he was like, dude, the Great Lakes are forever. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm thinking like, oh yeah, the Great Lakes, you pass those in like a couple hours. He's like, no. Well, it's a good it's day. Hours. Yeah. Yeah. Lake Superior. He's like Lake Superior. Yeah, it's superior. superior like, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, massive. Well, I had uh, I had a buddy of mine who got a job out in uh, BC, and he yeah. drove from Toronto to BC. Took him took him a week. He did it. He just drove. He took it. He I mean he took his took his time. Fucking time. You ever done an RV? I think that would be. I would love to do an RV across Canada. Well, they, I would uh, rather have a comfortable place to drive yeah. and like, lay down and sleep. No, I would. I, w- I yeah, wouldn't want to do it. If Definitely get, rent a car. If I'm going to get minimum rent anywhere, I'd rather have it in the RV. <clears> you know, dude, even like a nice sprinter, like something <laughs> comfortable. Yeah. Well, my oh, those, those with like a meat locker in the back. N- yeah, I, <laughs> a meat cube. Yeah. <laughs> I know a guy. <laughs> I know. A guy. I know a guy. That's where I was going. Yeah. Uh, my cousins did that. They bought basically a fucking condo on wheels. And uh, cool. like an RV drove. or a converted van? No, like an RV, like right? a mini home. <laughs> Basically, yeah, dude. It was coach bus, fucking nice. decked out king bed in the fucking bedroom, two washrooms, they residential really fridge, nice ones. all of that. I, I saw one online. It was uh, it was dude, two levels. Dude, the thing costed half a million huge. dollars. Oh god, oh, this one I saw was like sixty-seven thousand, and oh, it was nice. Yeah, wow, it was nice. Think about. Think go about ahead, that. Ahead. Your kids, yeah, your 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 kids grow up. They move out. You rent your house out. You just have one of those. You yeah. live mm-hmm. in it. Then you're making tons of income because, at some point, like, a house is just too big for two people. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like all you do is collect stuff. So it's like, why not make equity on your home and then you live in the RV? Like it's genius because real estate here is insane. I don't yeah. know what it's like there. Yeah, it's but fucked. Thank it's stupid. Oh, I'm dude, fucked. It's fucked, man. <laughs> I'm fucked. Oh, it's all right, Chris. Like, You're I'm not fucked, alone, man. We'll what's get that, you there. What's that show? Love it or list it? That's yeah. in Vancouver, right? Well, there. Yeah, oh, there was probably. a Vancouver version. Yeah. yeah, there was a version of it in uh, in Vancouver. Yeah, with the Bachelorette girl. <clears throat> yes, that's right. Yeah. yeah. No, so not the original version. The Vancouver. I version. collect yeah, antique buttons. Yeah, the original and... one had that woman with the British accent. Yeah. 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 So I guess, I guess they were there from. The they were in Toronto. Yeah, no, it's, I can't stand. She was that all show. over. I don't know. I don't think that was. <laughs> what fucking show was it? Love it or list it. Oh yeah, but you know what? When you're hungover and you're on the couch or whatever, and you're just like, oh, <laughs> yeah, they shows whatever. Sunday morning, <laughs> like it's a day after Super Bowl, and you're just like, oh god, I'll never do that again. And then two months later, something else happens. <laughs> yeah. So what is the real estate like? So what would a you know a two thousand square foot detached home be yeah what's podcast life buying you over there yeah huh. oh man 
you know, only them. Hey, I got a pool in my complex. All right. I'm pretty proud of that. <laughs> you in a condo? It's Odyssey, man. Where? Yeah. Uh, townhouse. Townhouse. Okay. And uh, it, was, it was built in 79. So it's like a house. Okay. It's just share one wall and it's a massive property, right? Beautiful. So, and the way they de- the way they developed it, there's like tons of green space and the sky train is now coming like just by my house. So that means like major development. They're probably going to try and buy it out. Oh, so, wow. Hmm. So you're looking at but cash estate, out there. Yeah. That's how you get ahead here. Yeah. Here too. Oh, same deal here. Yeah. 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 I know that I've told this uh, story before, but I used to live like a couple streets away from Joe over here in this neighborhood. And that was my first home that I picked up when I was uh, like 23. And, you know, since then, like I've never regretted getting into real estate at a young age where I was, you know, just kind of saying, is this a risk? Should I stretch myself thin? It's the only way to get ahead because you're starting early. Yeah which means you're doing it at an earlier time because to get a mortgage, it's just getting harder and harder and harder. So if you've done it early, you got over that hurdle. Like the only hurdle that I had to get over, like I've been at this house in this house for 20 years. Mm -hmm. And when we uh, were getting married and we had to get a mortgage, like I was 26 or 27, probably 25 or 26 when we started to look and then 26, 27, when we seriously started. So going to the bank and saying, okay, let's apply for a mortgage, see yeah. how much we get. And we literally went to the bank and I didn't like, I didn't have a credit card. I had a credit card, but it was, I was a secondary credit card holder. So it, the, the, um, the credit score wasn't, I didn't have a credit score. I had nothing. And my wife was the same deal because her mom worked for a bank. So she had a secondary card. So it was never on our own, on our own. And we went to the bank and they literally said, you have no credit. Like you literally have a score of, you don't even show up. Mm -hmm. So she's like, when are you looking to buy? And we said, you know, we're going to start to look. We want to see how much we get qualified for. So we know what to look for, how big we can go. And uh, she said, okay, you both apply for credit cards. So, you know, even if you don't, even if you put $10 on it, put $10 yeah. on it, paid off, put $50 yeah. on it, paid off. Yeah, just do that once year. a month. Just build up that credit score because a payment is a payment. They don't care how much it is. Yeah, they just yeah. want to see a pattern. So yeah. she said, do that for a year, come back, and then you'll be fine. And you will probably give you and whatever the amount was they were going to give us, she yeah. said. So we did that. And, and, so, and sorry, what, what, what year was this, Joe? This is... 1895. 1895. <laughs> 95, 97. Yeah. yeah. So, no, I was, it was close, uh, just off by a century. It was around 99. Okay. 99, 2000. A couple of yeah. years before, no, sorry. Yeah, we got married in 99. So it was probably 97, 98 when we were starting to seriously look. But in uh, to figure it out, appreciation well, values guys, weren't going crazy before, then. Before you got married, right? No, no, we no shit, man, yeah, dude. That's the best. That's a be- Chris. Live with the person <laughs> before you, before try you before you buy. Yeah, yeah. girlfriend try. doesn't want to do that. I, I mean, I'm still not married, but I, I'm I'm engaged. Oh, congrats! Uh, Congratulations! Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, we're not like we're not. 
uh, all about the flashy wedding. Like my one buddy, he had a wedding, and it was like eighty thousand dollars. Eighty thousand dollars. That's the Instagram bullshit for you, man. Well, that's not that bad. Like, yeah, you just, uh, it's not bad. Yeah. It's bad You're talking by to me, the wrong man. two cult, three cultures here. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably right. Yeah, you're probably. How right. many people but, was it? How many but, people did you? How many people are you going to have at your wedding? You think? Know, it's just it's it's <clears throat> it's about us. It's not about them. I had three hundred and twenty. You had three twenty. Yeah. You had three hundred people at yours. Oh my yeah, buddy, three hundred twenty. He had. I had about two seventy. Oh, you were you're breaking up for a bit. Yeah, three hundred and twenty people. Three hundred twenty. Oh, my buddy just got married two, three years what's ago. Your, what, what's your background, Dan? Well, my um, my family is uh, South American. They're from Chile. And, okay. And my wife is Portuguese. <laughs> right. But, you know, with us, I know a lot of the, um, like a lot of my family is back home. But my, my father, uh, at the time, we had a family business. So a lot of our guests yeah. were also... Um, business guests, you can say, part of that that world where we were entertaining, you know, our, uh, you know, business friends and those types of relationships where right. you're you spend more time yeah, with them than you do with anyone else. It's political, right? right? A wedding can be kind of political. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, especially when you have a business in involved. in in, in a yeah. good way. Exactly right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we that's, had that's showing a lot of respect. We had some vendors. Customers. I had some customers. Yeah. You know, people yeah, from the, family, the office. Right? You know our sales, uh, our sales team, and you know, then you add everybody a plus one, like you get fifty people just from the business side. Yeah, it's not hard to get up to your number. No, with that kind of situation. No, there was more than one table. I remember that. Yeah, I had mine was two seventy, and it was all, and it was all Most family. <laughs> Majority was family. Wait, wait, sorry, go ahead, Dan. What What did you want to ask me? No, I just wanted to uh, to fast forward through our conversation. We were talking about. Uh, you know, property value, residential right. uh, homes, and and we're getting into weddings. But I think what we really want to know here is a little bit more about Rob the Handle Grant. What, what was the name we gave Rob you? The handle, Rob the Handle Grant. Rob the Handle. Is that my exotic male dancer? <laughs> yeah. That's your stage name. <laughs> I'll take it. Hey, have you guys ever... Like you guys have ever been to Mexico? Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. So, so <laughs> I've been to Venezuela. We God to damn it! <laughs> <laughs> and it was great. It was before They're it. Not all collapsed. the same, Joe. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I I went to Cancun and uh, went with a bunch of buddies. And this is before I was with my wife. You know, I was a single guy at the time. Great time. Well, we went to this one bar and there was like a stripper pole there. Coco Back when I went to the gym quite a bit and I was, you know in shape and stuff and i was busting out you know all kinds of crazy dance moves doing spins upward down pull-ups and shit and the crowd was going crazy because this little mexican guy uh and i you know i don't mean to make fun of his accent but this is how he talked he's like hey oh white boy you can't dance or whatever and i'm like man fuck you i can dance so i got up there just ripped it the whole bar was going nuts they're like wow and i was like spinning upside down and i was doing like you know, the Ronnie James Dio. And after that, I took the mic and I was like, I can dance, bitch. And then I like threw it down. I don't know what I said exactly. I you did a mic drop. I rocked it. And then afterwards, all these people were like, dude, what do you do for a living? 
You ever gone to Coco Bongos? You ever gone to the nightclub in Mexico? Yes. Yeah. Dude, that place is insane. It's like an arena. Yeah. Yeah. It's like four, four level mosh pit looking people dancing on the walls. Okay. Okay. So I got to tell you a story about Coco Bongo. (laughs) It's too funny where when people start talking about Mexico and going to these places, have you been to this? Oh, yeah. Everybody knows about it. I, I can show you a video. Don't worry. I'll, <laughs> we can I, I throw in some video. <laughs> Wonderful. So, so when I went to Cancun, I went with a, a buddy of mine who's from Barbados. He's Bajan, and his his buddies. So uh, he was Bajan, and then his other buddy was from Congo, and his other buddy was from uh, you know Sudan. They're all living in uh, Canada. But they're all black, right? So I, I went with three other black guys. And we went to this resort and then I was just talking to people and I met this Haitian guy named JP. And then we started hanging out with their group, all Haitians, right, visiting Cancun. And I was like the one black guy in the crowd, right? And anyways, or excuse me, I was the one white guy. <laughs> no, I was going to say, there was a lot That's of black guys. Clearly I'm not black. <laughs> uh, anyways. Uh, and Mark. Then, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so so we all go. We all go clubbing. And, and I, I, I went with this, uh, like, you know, a bunch of other people from the resort. But I was the only white guy, right? So my one buddy, Marcel, who I originally went with, he got hammered. And he, he, like, fell asleep. And then he woke up and he's like, Oh, they're at Coco Bongo. So he took a he took a you know bus there or whatever, and the place is massive, and he's like he's like looking for our group, and he can't see anything. He's like, no, no, I'm doing it all wrong. I need to look for the one white guy in a group of all black guys. And then he found me, and I was on like the other end of the arena. <laughs> he could still pick you out. <laughs> he could still pick me out, right? Like and a we flaming just, candle. He's like glowing white. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In one no, I'm like a I'm like a neon light. You know what I mean? Like you know how they say when you're in the wild wear a red t shirt? Fuck no. I just walk out into a clearing and they'll be like, Jesus. I might make the helicopter crash with the glare of something white. I'm a pasty like a, fuck. Like a, like a laser. <laughs> a white laser. And I t- this is me tan, man. Wow. Yeah. I just I just go red. If we can if we can tell in the dark and light. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can I can tell. You you got you got what what's your what's your background? Me? Yeah. Italian. Right. Yeah. Predominantly. And and Chris? Just go for it. Just go for it. Go guess. You might be right, but you might be wrong. Well, what's your last name? No, it's right there. I can't oh, you know what? He Crescenz- doesn't see the screen. Crescenzi. But you know what? That might have been the problem last time, too, was having the multiple screens on. I mean, we could try it, though. Maybe. My last name's Crescenzi. Crescenzi. Okay, yeah. so you're Polish. No. <laughs> Hungarian. No. no. Hungarian? No. no. Ukraine? No. Uh, Slovenia? Think nope. about a rising crest. <laughs> Turkish? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. Are you sure that's a rising? <laughs> no, rising crest. He's Italian. I'm Italian, man. Hundred percent. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're Northern Italian. No, Central. Are yeah. your parents from Central? My yeah. My dad's Shujad. Shujad. My dad's a shoe shiner. Shoe shiner. <laughs> no way. You're Italian, eh? Yeah, but yeah, both sides. Wow. Although I just don't look it. 
I look, yeah, Ukrainian, Israeli. Well, it's that Israeli. You think called Israeli? Oh, yeah. Well, because of the beard? Because you got that Seth Rogen really? look. The fucking nose. Seth yeah, Rogen. Seth Rogen. Yeah, I could see that. I get Jewish a lot. Yeah. There's a guy on TikTok that reminds me of you a lot. There you go. I got a big fucking Next nose time I too. see him, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send it to you. Do it. I will. So, Rob, I'm really interested to ask you some questions about podcast life. And sure. um, I know that we we all listen to a bunch of different shows and a bunch of different uh, topics. But what are the podcasts that you find yourself listening to? Where are you getting your inspiration from to, to do She's your She's show? just walking in the background, my inspiration. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's also my doormat. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say now that she left, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, you know what, man? Honestly, I do have to say I'm, I'm very fortunate that uh, I have an amazing partner that you know we're able to organize this and I'm able to do this hobby because, like I was saying before, you know I don't really feel like joining a men's ice hockey team, right? And this is just <laughs> something that it just keeps me, you know, it keeps me fresh, right? Um, so just say it the way it is. She gives you permission to do it. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, it, it definitely this requires. This is his hall pass. Uh, this is his hall pass. <laughs> this is my hall pass. I'm fine by it, man. I'll I'll take it. Anything I can get. No. Uh, but but I mean, this is kind of what I do for a living because I'm a I'm a counselor, and uh, a lot of what I do is just read. Like I do lots of reading and stuff. So I thought. This would be a good way to bring all my thoughts together. So what podcasts yeah. do you like listening to? Well, aside Joe from Rogan. no YouTube stuff, like podcasts. Okay. I, yeah, I enjoy Joe Rogan. Um, there's another guy, Freakonomics. I enjoy that one. But honestly, oh, I, have dude, the book. I do tons of audio books. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because I find that like <clears throat> some some podcasts, it's like, all right, you know, like this is cool, but I I I enjoy what I'm offering, right? Because it's sort of like it's essentially like just an idiot uh, fumbling along through life and sharing his his journey. Myself, I'm not like I I don't like the whole know it all approach kind of thing, okay. and uh, instead, you know, hearing from other people, right? Because I just you know I feel like. When I when when things are explained, I'm like, I'm so dumb, you know, <laughs> with this. Like, it's taken me a while to get this, and I know there's a lot of other people like that too because you know I used to be a teacher, so um, I believe we live in a society that can be, you know, pretty harsh, uh, pretty shameful, right? And if we just kind of flipped it around and realized that everybody's just learning, we're all just trying to figure it out. Uh, the world would be a very different place. Like, for example, if tomorrow I just went and did your job, Chris or Joe or Dan, uh, all, all three of you guys have very different jobs than me, you'd be working with me and you'd be like, man, this guy's an idiot. Like, he doesn't get it. But then if you realize this is his first day at it, you'd probably be a lot more, uh, you know, understanding, right? Because I'm doing something so far out of my comfort zone. And I think we need to realize that if we could kind of extend people some grace in their learning process, the world would be a better place because there's so much like shame and hurt and just like the way people are, man. It's just like, wow, chill out. We're so pent up as a society. 
I feel. And that's what I see as, as a counselor. Well, what I like what, so. what you're saying is that, you know, you have a voice and you want to make sure that, you know, mm. it, re- it gets out to people who have a similar voice to, or similar thought process to what you bring. Right. Uh, I, I think that can, you know, draw some inspiration to people to even do their own podcast and create their own yeah. show, you know, cause you don't need to be the smartest, you know, person on the on the planet to come up with your own show you just need to have a voice yeah. an opinion yeah. and and want to share that right and i think that regardless of how successful you are on an episode to episode basis i think you have to look at yourself from the the broad spectrum when you're doing a podcast is you know are you reaching people are you um educating anybody or are you providing some sort of entertainment right because you got to be giving something in order to have any level of success yeah Right. So you're either entertainment, you know, you're a self-help or like, you know, you could be educational. Right. I, I, I consider myself edutainment, edutainment, uh, edutainment, yeah. like educational entertainment, more educational for myself. Like I've had uh, astrophysicists, astro, I can't even say the word astrophysicists on my show. And they're just like teaching me things. And uh, what was another good one? Oh, I had uh, Simon Prentice, who's the author of uh, Speech, and he's kind of like a Yuval Nora Harari guy, like the guy who wrote Sapiens. And his book is all about how speech is what resulted in our evolution. And I had him on the show, and he tells me that. And I'm just like, oh, like a huge stoner moment. Like, oh, I get it. Duh, right? <laughs> and meanwhile, everybody's already got it. But I mean, it's kind of it's kind of comical there too. But again, he's telling me all about language and how, through its invention, we have created the world that we have, right? I mean, because we're creatures of comfort, man. Like low hanging fruit, we like low hanging fruit. We want to take the easy route, you know. And then once we get there, okay, then we'll be all Buddhist and meditate and bullshit. But we still want to get places in life, right? And uh, and and that's what this is about. Is that you know, we as a human species, we were built on comfort, and sometimes comfort betrays. Yeah. So I get to ask you the tough questions now. Beautiful. Now that, now that <laughs> you're comfortable. <laughs> now, warmed up. Baby. Okay, now we'll start recording. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now we'll start. Yeah, I'm ready. So the, the take, first take one, four. would you do a face tattoo like Mike Tyson? <laughs> Well, wow! Like like ta- like like a tribal tattoo or or what? Like uh, in general, uh, you choose. Yeah, it's your choice. Your it's got to go on your face. You choose. And my to- mother passes away, I might consider. <laughs> but I couldn't do that to my mother, man. I couldn't do that to my mother. I mean, I might be an idiot, but I know well enough that anywhere visible, just no, you know. She likes my one tattoo. I got one tattoo. What's that? It's uh, it's an eagle, not the Philadelphia eagle, but I love bald eagles. I have an affinity for them, and uh, uh, you know, a connection because my dad passed away when I was a young guy, I was fourteen, and the last thing he said to me was, "I'll fly with the eagles." So ever since then, nice. in my life things have happened, and you know, bald eagles have been there when you know times have been tough. Bald eagles there, and I'm like, ah, yeah, fuck, it's just a moment, and this moment too shall pass. So I just carries me on my way. It's a symbol. And then when I saw Shady McCoy in like 2013 during the Snow Bowl versus the Lions, I remember seeing that 
and being like, damn, what team is that? And my buddy who was there, he's from Brooklyn. He's a Giants fan. He's like, it was like a Mufasa moment. He was like, son, this is the NFL. <laughs> Everywhere the light touches is our kingdom. And what about that shadowy place? Those are the Philadelphia Eagles. Never left them. <laughs> Right. It was like that moment. And he's like, seriously, because we were buddies. Right. And he was an older he was an older guy. Right. So he was like, I, I've always gotten along with older people because I'm immature, but I'm also mature, if that makes sense. Sure. You're an old like, soul. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I love learning too. you know, going back to, you know, my whole thing in life. Right. Like, yeah. I'd like to think that I am a lifelong learner uh, or just a complete fool. And I'm working on it. But anyways, <laughs> so we were buddies. And then I become an Eagles fan uh, because there's that connection again. And then, you know, that's why I've had such a, a love for the Philadelphia Eagles is because of my father and, and his, his words to me before he passed. And uh, anyways, that's a tattoo, long-winded story. That's a <laughs> tattoo on my on my you know side here. And then underneath it, it says, Live in Love, which is a heavy metal song from the band Times of Grace. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Kill Switch Engage. Yeah. Awesome. Um, not at all. No. Um, but, but this band, Times of Grace, they did the song Live in Love, and it's like heavy, man. Like it's intense. But in the song it says, it takes more compassion and strength to be selfless and live in love. And I was like, oh, yeah, man. I'm all about that. <laughs> and that was, again, at a dark moment in my life. And then my buddy, he's got all these fucking tattoos, right? His sleeves and shit. You know, he's a, he's a guy who helps me with the show. He helps do the videos. Beautiful guy. His name's Jesse. Love him. He's a brother. Anyways, he goes and he's like, yeah, I'm going to get a tattoo. And I walk in with him. And, you know, I'm like, doo, doo, doo. like I don't have any tattoos. No tattoos, a new tattoo. You know, I say that to feel better about myself. <laughs> and anyways, and he's like, yeah, my buddy, he's here to get a tattoo as well. And I was like, damn, I guess I'm getting a tattoo. Uh, did you do a rib cage? 24 years old. Huh? Did you do did you do your rib cage for your first tattoo? Dude, I fucking did my rib cage. Oh fuck. I did I first did first tattoo. I did my chest right uh right above my heart as my first tattoo. And really? uh dude, I'm not gonna lie, it felt like the the tattoo gun needle was coming out of my nipple at one point. <laughs> It might have been like it was, a f dude. It was a three-hour fucking coaster of like this feels good and this hurts, and let's yeah. do another one as soon as I can. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you have a tattoo? No, not do I. No, I'm, I'm inkless. Bro. Yeah, inkless. Well, you know, like like I said, no tattoo is a new tattoo, but it, it is a cool experience. See, I love experiences, and I've had a lot of really cool experiences, like. Excuse me. I've gone to Havasu Falls. You ever heard of that place? No. Yes. It's a it's a an oasis in the middle <laughs> yeah, of the Grand I Canyon. Have. Cool. Nice. Dude, it's sick. And I and I've seen the wind like, you know, I felt the wind whistle through the 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 Grand Canyon, you know, on my face. Yeah, I felt that experience. And I've seen all the stars and like I've gone skydiving, which is batshit crazy. Damn. I've done all these crazy things. But the craziest thing in my life is when it was Christmas time and my daughter brought home her her artwork. It was so shitty, but it was awesome. <laughs> it was a fucked up snowman and it had, like its buttons were everywhere. Like it looked like it had been 
like a roasted marshmallow snowman. It was terrible. But I, to, to the untrained eye, but to me, it was the most beautiful fucking thing I've ever seen in my life because she made that. And that thing came from me and, you know, went into my wife or whatever. Anyways, that thing is part <laughs> of me, right? Like we created this thing, this, this amazing, beautiful creature. Anyways, the craziest thing I've ever done is be a fucking parent, man. It's the wildest shit. Like today – Shit, man, I love my kid. She's just like eating berries, like eating berries. And it looked like she was a zombie. Like there was just fucking berry juice all over her face. <laughs> and then she looks at me and she says, more? And I'm like, oh, man, yeah, of give course. It, give it all. Yeah. That, that look. Anyways, being a parent is the craziest shit I've ever done. And, and you know, I fought people. I fought seven people at one time once. Seven? Being a parent is a crit. Yep. Yep. Yes, sir. I've never been in one fight, ever. Well, I've been in a couple. Anything, <laughs> ever, Being ever, in a fight, ever. I'm a lover, not a fighter. Pretty much. I yeah, love I mean, the fight. I, I am a lover too, but I'd rather make see, people laugh and distract them completely about their frustrations yeah. with me. <laughs> Tell them a joke, and then they'll forget that they're mad. <laughs> I don't go looking for trouble. Trouble goes looking for me. Then. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I was born under a bad sign. Well, what are you? I don't know. <laughs> you don't know your fucking uh, zodiac sign October is? October 9th. Isn't that zodiac? It's a Libra. Libra? Is it? Yeah. Let's say you sound like an Aries. <laughs> sound like an Aries. An I don't Aries. know what that means. <laughs> Aries? That means we're Aries. Aries are great, lovable, kind people, but if you fuck oh, with thanks, us, you'll get the horns. Oh. Um, oh, okay. shit. And that's... You know what? When, when, when is Aries born? Did you, say, uh, you said Aries. March 20 to April. Do you know what's crazy? 17. I was, I was an early born baby. Oh, that wouldn't fucking matter. No, you'd be premature. November, December. And then I would have been <laughs> born in December. You'd be yeah. severely oh, premature. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I was. That would only explain your uh, pigmentation deficiency. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe, it, maybe it is, man. Maybe this is my. You know, my exceptionality, I mean, I'm, I'm albino. Albino, you're not that bad. <laughs> yeah, no, I know, I know, I know. But, but like, seriously, like, I wonder if there's a spectrum. Like, there seems to be a spectrum for fucking everything these days, right? I wonder if there's a, sp a spectrum for albinism or albinoism, or whatever must the fuck be. the word is. There must be. Probably. <laughs> then I'm probably on it. It's got to be on the ultraviolet <laughs> spectrum somewhere. <laughs> but now to give everybody a little bit more about Rob, uh, mm. we're going to quick fire some questions here. Okay, quick fire. All right. I'll try not to get distracted. That's okay. Ketchup or salsa? <laughs> salsa. <laughs> I'm not that white. <laughs> Come on. Dude likes some spice. <laughs> uh, okay, so when I was on that trip in Cancun, the, this Haitian guy there, his name was Juice, and beautiful oh, guy. Shit. Anyways, he said to me, the, the cops came, and I pretended to like go down and, and get arrested or whatever. Remember, it's I'm the one white guy. All these other people are black, right? Or, or you know, of that. So you're the only one that looks out of color. place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the and the J, Juice says to me, Rob, you must be the last white N in America. Yeah. <laughs> But like he said that he said hard R, like he said the full word, which I don't, you know, I'm smarter yeah. than that. I don't say that word. I don't even care if I'm paraphrasing somebody. But anyways, he said it to me, and afterward everybody laughed. 
everybody laughed. And I was like, what the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> I'm the last white. I Like that I'm white on the outside, but on the inside. I thought that was I mean? reserved like, for that? like 8 Mile again from Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> you're, uh, you're a reverse hostess yeah. cupcake. Yeah. Reverse. <laughs> All right, so I know that I know that you're Canadian, so I can ask you this. Uh, yes. Yes or no? Ketchup flavored potato chips. Oh hell! Uh, you know what? Okay, mix those with spicy dill chips. That would be good. Have you ever had spicy dill chips? Not spicy, just regular dill pickle. Yeah. Okay, then mix ketchup and dill pickle, and you'll thank me later. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I know. There, you know, there's it's always the burgers of dill in the <laughs> yeah. ketchup. Always. Pardon me. I've always felt like there's a hint of dill in a ketchup chip. Yeah. Especially yeah, on the lake. Probably salt, right? Must be something. Fuck off. I love it. <laughs> I don't like ketchup, but no, I like ketchup. No, not you, chips. the person who hogs yeah. yeah, yeah, I like the car. flavor. Yeah. All right. Here's a here's a tough one for you. Boxer or briefs? Sacks. Sacks. Oh my god. Briefs. Briefs. You don't want your dick or your balls. Like, come on. Boxers, boys. This one divides the table all the time. You ready? Okay. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Hot dogs a hot dog. Hot dogs. So is it? So that's a no. Is it a no? That's a no. It's a no. A burger's a burger. A hot dog's a hot dog. Was well, a hamburger sandwich a sandwich? A sandwich. Pardon me? A hamburger's not a sandwich, then? I, yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I mean, just, technically I, it is. Technically a hot dog's a sandwich, too. This is a fire starter. Because it's, it's between... <laughs> a sandwich. A sandwich is classified as being something between two buns. Fair enough. Yeah. But, but, but when I think of a sandwich, this is what I think about. Okay, hear me out here. Hear me out. So, so a, sorry. sandwich is bread. Everybody like at home or is driving right now is pulling between over anything. Anger. It's <laughs> between. How can you even ask such a question? Like, yeah. So, so hold on, hold on. Give me, give me one sec. You can counter after this, please do. But sandwich, right? It's between pieces of bread, but not the whole stack of bread, unless you're fucking savage, right? Well, and then a, a burger, it's like it's between a bun, so it's the whole bread thing. That's why they're different. So your differentiation you know, because is it's a slice? because it's so, either sliced bread or a bun. So hold yes. on. So bread regardless Te of what it is. Technically. Yeah, it's bread, but it's one is a bun and one is like a slice bread. of a like, loaf. They're both wheat. Technically. One is bread. I would, lean, I would lean towards that. <laughs> Technically, a hot dog yeah. is a taco. Thank you. Cheers. A hot dog is a taco. Technically, a hot dog is a taco. It's a bread taco. Yeah. Technically, it's a hot dog would be a taco because it follows the same like form. Yeah, but is the taco okay. is the shell a bun? Well, it's yeah, a shell, but it's, it's a shell. A taco, that's it's, corn. It's a corn, corn or wheat. Oh, you can get flour, the flour tortillas. That's true. Yeah. No, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're technically, right. I mean, technically, but the, but the a hot dog would be is, a taco. It's so flat. It's almost like a pancake. It, no, it's but the like a crepe. No, but it's a, a form of. <laughs> <laughs> It's 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 the the vessel the the eating vessel of it. Mm. Smoke or edible? Oh, edible, man. edible. But my dad died of lung cancer too, right? So, ah, oh, there you go. Uh, yeah, I mean, but, but it doesn't mean I don't smoke. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. What you mean. I, I I limit it, right? Yeah, yeah. You're conscious yeah. about it, yeah, yeah. Mm. Edibles are fun. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love edibles. Well, I used to do uh, chewing tobacco a lot. Like a lot oh, I remember you tobacco. talking about that before last yeah. week. And contrary to popular belief, women do not find that attractive. No, I, I believe it. Surprising. <laughs> hey, baby. You know, hey, how you doing? Yeah. Hey, but up? I don't give a shit. The first time I did chew was when I, I was, was going to I, I was going to ask, how did you get into that? Because that's stop? rare. Great question. Like, or have you stopped? Uh, it depends, man. We're a small community, but man, we're tight. <laughs> we're tight. Like dippers, dippers, no dipper. You know what though? Fuck. Apparently, uh, I didn't know this, but I should say chewers because dipper, like apparently that's a very like offensive word. So my apologies for saying that. I meant chewing tobacco. But here's the thing in the world though, is like if you use a term like in, in England, the uh, the slur for homosexual, the F mm-hmm. word. Faggot? Um, you know, yes. I'll, I'll say it. Sure, I don't Matt. care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, of course. But, you know, I, I you know, I, I, I'm always, I know the cancel police is out for me, man. One <laughs> slip of the hip. And like, he said he did it. He did it. He didn't acknowledge his, his gender pronoun. You know, like the he, him, if you can't figure out that I'm a he, him, fuck, then Clearly, I'm a ha- I'm a gorgeous man. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I have something you know what I mean? to or I have whatever s- or uh, yeah. I got something What's to that? put. I got something to put down for that whole cancel culture. You see, okay. if my whole brand is some outspoken degenerate, then they can't cancel me for saying something fucked up because that's what I do. But right. if I'm some prim and proper, you have to be gentleman, pretty out there, though. Like yeah, I gotta throw radical. a few fucking hard R's out there, and then yeah, then I'd get canceled. But you know, but if well, I'm that's just like honestly, that that really is a word. I I think of all of them. I think the 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 yeah, I think of all of them. The N hard R is like if you don't understand it. It's like that song. If you don't know me by now, <laughs> you will never, never, never. Like if you don't get it by now, that you just don't say that word. Yeah. Then I don't know if I can help you hey you listen I mean? i'll admit I, it I, I know i know you guys i'm just saying in general I'll, I'll admit it if i'm home alone and a song comes on and it's in there i'm gonna fu- i'm You're gonna fucking it? say it but i'm not gonna well, be I, i'm not nobody gonna nobody can control what you do i'm private. yeah but i'm not gonna be walking down the street with my headphones plugged in you know singing hard r in paradise in <laughs> paris by mr by yeah. mr west that is a great song. <laughs> you know <laughs> great, great right song. you know what you know what song um i i i could almost say okay all right i could see that is the tupac changes song yeah that's a hard one to avoid because it's so fast but i mean i i just say i mean i just don't say it yeah, yeah. i just don't I, sing I, along to those. Anyway. <laughs> you know what i even even alone i self-censor i've never yeah. ever ever said well, it's a that good word. habit to ever, get into ever yeah. Yeah, I just you know if you're doing karaoke, I just skip over those ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I just, I'm not Some gonna. I'm say, not gonna bother. You say Islands in the stream. Ninja. Keep it simple. Uh, no, it's, oh, it's, it's, hell yeah! State of Wonderwall, Oasis. Wonderwall. Oh, I hate Oasis. I hate them. Yeah. No, Can are. you play Wonderwall? That's the one band I cannot stand. I knew one. Keep it simple. My buddy's ex-girlfriend. That was her favorite band. Was Oasis, and they dated on and off for like fucking eternity. I'm like, man, I don't know how you could understand that bullshit. Like, today it's gonna be a day that they're gonna throw it back. 
tactic. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I ripped that song while I was on the treadmill a few times, a yeah. few too many times, but not forever. I'm over that shit. I'll do a Kenny karaoke. Yeah. Kenny oh, Chesney? No. Beer in Mexico. No. Beer in Mexico. <laughs> Rogers, Rogers. Oh, fuck Kenny Rogers. Islands in the stream, you're right. Or Lucille? Yeah. I saw him live. Was he hammered? A year before he died. No, but the poor guy, man. It was, I think it was a year, year and a half before he died. And I got to, he was playing, he was performing at a Rama, at a local casino. Mm. And uh, I had to go see him. Because I was always, I don't know why, I, you know, grew up in the 70s, 80s, rock, pop. But for some reason, I enjoyed his music. I yeah. I like the stories that they told. I don't know why it's stuck. The gambler, them. yeah, the gambler, like it, love it. Great song, and he like he was so like he looked good. Like he, you know, was botoxed to the tits, right? Like yeah, he looking at a wax he, man, yeah. And he he kind of looked okay. He was frail-ish, but yeah. he was walking on his own. He would lean up against the stool, so you know he was. I don't know how old he was when he died. He was in his what mid eighties. So he, yeah, you know, not, and he was still performing. So that's pretty impressive on its own. Yeah, but he what did he what did he die of? I think it was natural. I don't know, not, something natural, heart failure, maybe. I don't know. I don't remember. He had a wild night full of hookers. And blow oh yeah, and I'm sure. He died at the ripe old age of eighty-seven. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was preserved well. Yeah, uh, what a way to go. He yeah. was fucking But he, he forgot all, like, the majority of his songs, oh. he forgot the words. Oh, really? Like, the gambler, like, he started That's to so sing tragic. The Gambler, and the entire crowd yeah. was singing along with him. He just gave up. And no, he, he, had, he would mess up the words, so he would kind of stop, but the crowd would still be singing. Yeah. So he would, he would pause for maybe, like, That's a verse so or two, and then pick it up and then continue to sing on. But And it was like... Shit, that's too bad. Do you ask for a <laughs> refund at that okay, point? Okay, so question no. for you. No? It's too much of a legend. Oh, come on. Yeah. Who's that? Kenny Rogers. Like, I, was, I, I, was I didn't like, ask for a refund. I said ask he, for a refund. He asked for a refund because he missed some of the no, words man, on his songs. You can't, you can't ask for a refund. <laughs> <laughs> I got a question for you, Joe. Oh, shit. Uh, lake or beach? Lake. Beach. Beach? Okay. What do you got against the lakes? <laughs> well, I don't have a boat. I answered that one too fast. That was too easy for him. <laughs> All right, I'll get you a little bit more controversial. Go for it. Sylvester Stallone or Arnold Schwarzenegger? Preferred? Not not sexually, no. It's just like if you're going oh, okay. to put a movie on. Then it doesn't matter. No? Either one. <laughs> <laughs> Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger? Sure. I was going to say Sylvester Stallone because he, well, they both got brains, but Stallone's oh, written. A, a, he's a smart guy. Stallone's written a lot more. Yeah. But if, he's, he's also like, he can't be doing Rambo anymore, man. Like that's, that's getting hard to watch. I think he's done. I think he's done. Yeah. No, for sure. He's but it, it's, it was, the last one was kind of. So who would win in okay. a fight? Who would win in a fight? Yeah. Who would win in a fight? Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger over Stallone? Yeah. What if I ins- what if I said okay who would win in a fight here uh, flip side Jean Claude Van Damme or Steven Seagal Van Damme 
Van Dam. Van Dam. No, I think Seagal's. No. Well, Seagal doesn't okay. know anything. Okay, let's Seagal let, let, know let, let's choose time. Let, let's fight, let's choose which <laughs> right Seagal and which Van Dam. Like what? Oh, we're talking Bloodsport. In Van part Dam. of time, Listen, okay. Bloodsport Van, Van Dam. Van Dam right now will still own Seagal in oh, his prime. I don't know, dude. 100%. No, because nobody nobody likes listen, nobody likes Steven Seagal well, because he's just a... no, but he's just he's he's just a fictional character in general. No, but he, he's dude, that no, guy but, studied in Japan. That guy knows that doesn't shit. Mean, he's yeah, an yeah. officer now, isn't he? Like Yeah, but he doesn't he doesn't really? use yeah, his he's knowledge. Like taking though. people down. He had like a whole reality show about this. No, he doesn't Oh, was he like a sheriff or something? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, he, he he doesn't. Nobody likes Seagal because he just is he's a, a he's dick a dick human fucking being. Fucking prima donna. Who yeah, but must his control. fighting skills. No, but he must control. No, he's shit, man. No, I, I Seagal. Yeah, yeah. He really? must. It's like a it's a BS technique. He has because to that's control. Why the UFC was invented. The UFC was invented so different martial arts mixed martial arts. Yeah, could compete to show off who was the best. It's like essentially Mortal Kombat. Right. right, and then Royce Gracie Jiu Jitsu, they were the best ones, right? Their version of Jiu Jitsu, they yeah. won all the competitions. But then it just evolved into like this weight class boxing. So what is what is because like, uh, it used to not even have weight classes. So what are, what are their what are the two disciplines for these guys? Do you know? Uh I. I mean, look at that. I don't, I all mean, I know is that Seagal like Steven, learned. Yeah, but like, oh. the whole thing, Steven Seagal ha has to control the narrative <laughs> of what's happening around him to make it look like he knows exactly everything that he's doing and will control the situation. Aikido. 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 Yeah. So Japanese Aikido is yeah. Seagal. Yeah. Yeah. And what would Van Damme be? Since you're. Uh, browsing the yeah, internet yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so right now we've got van damme winning i say seagal you're on seagal i'm on I, van yeah, damme i think van damme is karate i think he's karate no i don't know the difference between but, the two so no, that's the thing. that was really a irrelevant I question think, i think everybody's <laughs> chosen van damme over seagal here yeah but that's this thing aikido uses the your opponent's weight and kinetic energy against them and yeah, then transfers makes sense. and throws them off balance where karate is a mixture of both and it's it, it's flow karate is flow karate mai tai kickboxing taekwondo is what he's trained in yeah van damme yeah yeah Okay, maybe I picked the wrong guy. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's putting you to sleep with a chop to the neck while he's making a sandwich. Uh, yeah. So now in between two semis. Yeah. <laughs> while he's pulling the yeah. third. So while he's waiting Dam for a cigarette to run out while he's underwater. Schwarzenegger. Say that again. Van Dam versus Schwarzenegger. Versus oh Van Dam. Van Dam. Van Dam still. Yeah. Schwarzenegger is just Pure muscle mass He'd and power. Take a couple of hits, yeah. but he'll he'll eventually go. A third hit will go down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just he's at the tank. Yeah, like he's trained in bodybuilding. Yeah, like that's that's yeah, he's where not a fighter. He kind of messed up. Yeah, but, but you chose but you chose him over. Yeah, but Arnold's not going to have endurance. He's not going to have endurance for yeah fighting. <laughs> he's just a meat wall. A meat yeah. wall. Yeah, like. 
like he like that messed with people's minds like teaching them that to be big and ripped is better than to be like technical and flexible and shit like it's better to be flexible yeah i could kick higher and kick you in the head yeah you know like i wouldn't do that i'm just saying like you know like and then you learn that and the ladies love flexibility how you win in a street fight is you 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 use the other person against themselves because often in a street fight they're just they're out full-on aggressive like they're not long matches like the average street fight is like under 30 seconds and that's where seagal would come in well that's the thing with seagal <laughs> he's good in a street fight because they're you're just gonna fucking rush you so maybe but, i'll yeah, lean back towards seagal you, now but but, but, but he's got that, that skill martial arts martial arts is better than brute strength yeah Agreed. But that's the yeah. thing with Seagal. Look at every fight Seagal's ever fucking been in. Yeah, but those, are movie, those no, are movie fights. No, but I'm talking about, yeah, but in general, every every time okay, you've so seen we're, him Okay, so we're in taking fight, fictional character so now fighting. We're, now we can start throwing in like Jason Statham and Jackie Chan, right? Like, we're just going to start throwing <laughs> Jackie out. Chan, Jackie Chan. All Jackie, Chan. Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan yeah, all the time. He is the man. Yeah, he'll just, yeah, or and if he's starting to lose, he'll just fucking climb up a wall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or he'll fight or crawl up a wall. Yeah. And he'll just readjust his spine or whatever. He's a Terminator. Jackie Chan, that guy, that, that guy, guy was a beast, he, dude. He is the he is the real deal. Jackie, Chan he should he should run China. You know how wealthy that guy is. Oh, oh I yeah. can't imagine. In, incredibly wealthy. Yeah, like seven hundred million. Yeah, like seven, like almost a billion dollar kind of wealthy. He should be. He should be because yeah. he has a production company too now in Japan oh, yeah. and uh, China. Films and yeah. Didn't he give yeah. his kids no, none of his? I think it's him. He said his kids get none of his money. They what have a, to make their own. What a dick! Oh, he's still alive. Sound like he's dead. Yeah, he's not dead yet. Even though, in yeah, general, yeah. He, what, did he give them jobs at least? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> See, in the West, though, in the West, I mean, I I can't speak for any culture, but my own. But in the West, you know, we we need handouts, man. Like, you know, we we're we're so uh, entitled. Uh, thank you for acknowledging your white privilege <laughs> yeah well i mean yeah I, I, so many people moving up in this world where we live it's so expensive right so you gotta you gotta go to work save up to go to school and student loans are nuts right like our society is one of debt right yep, and then other yeah. societies That's all it is or cultures, they want their kids to like, they're tough on their kids. I think that we can be a little too soft, right? So you have to be in the middle as a parent. You can't be too intense. You want to enjoy your kid's life, right? Uh, I enjoy it, time, but I want like, the fear of God to be in them the at like, all times. Some of the shit that I see in my job is that we don't let our kids fail. It's like we don't let our kids find out that that surface is sharp. You know what I mean? Like... That, that there are accidents that happen in life and you need to learn. There's a certain <clears throat> pragmatism in our existence, right? And as parents, it's we, we, we hold on so tightly to our children that it's no wonder why they struggle with anxiety and separation anxiety and things like that. It's because we don't let them explore. And kids, they all need solid attachments right? And with solid attachments, they grow, their brain grows to where it needs to be. And then they're able to, you know, go forth in the world because they always know that they have that solid attachment, right? So that's what kids need more of. But in our society, we hold on way too tightly, or some of us don't hold on at all. And then kids just, what do they do? They, they, 
raise themselves amongst other children, right? That's the problem with adolescents and teenagers is that, you know, my parents are stupid. I don't want to mm-hmm. hang out with them. So I, I want to hang out and smoke pot with my, my bros and, you know, experiment with drugs. Whereas if my kid comes home, it's like, you know, like, I'm interested in pot. I'm like, sweetie, you know, let's talk about this. Your dad didn't get ripped until he was 20. And even then, it's such an intense experience that you have to be of a certain, I think it's good to be a certain age before you experience something like that. And do it with people. partying, with booze, it's like, hey, you know, do whatever, but call me whenever. I'll pick you up Mm -hmm. anytime. I'll pick you up anytime. So aside from the aside from the societal uh, yeah. bubble wrapping, how do you find that you are in that bubble wrap kind of parent mode, or do you try to no. do as you just said? It's a balance, man. Every day is a new day. There's some days when it's like, Shit, man, I'm such a terrible parent, right? Like, because I'm just like I'm exhausted, you know, and you just, just every day you just do your best, right? Because again, going back to it, we live in such, you know, this is a judgmental statement, right? But we do live in a fairly comparative world. Like social inequity We're not comparing is anything growing, today. right? We're, and, and Teddy Roosevelt wow. said, comparison is the thief of joy. But all day we're just comparing ourselves to the other person. Like, shit, they got a Tesla. They got a Maserati. Like, first of all, those are like crazy comparisons. I'm nowhere near those people financially, mm-hmm. right? So I'm always looking in in a place that it's like, why am I looking there? Like, I need to look around myself. And it says, the smaller the the uh, economic inequality, inequity margins are, the happier the person is. That's why in poorer countries, the people there are happier. Now, I'm not saying to be poor and just be you know, okay with that. But it's like, surround yourself with successful people, you know, that you genuinely enjoy getting along with. Don't surround yourself with fake people. Don't surround yourself with, you know, people are like, yeah, I'm going to check out my car. Surround yourself. There's a reason why certain cultures are able to buy houses, right? Is because they work together. They pool their money, Mm -hmm. right? They enjoy living together. Now, if you can live with your in-laws, fucking power to you. That's amazing. I can't. Right, but I'm just kidding. But <laughs> you can pool your money with your friends or whatever, and you can go in on a business. We have to help each other, and in our society, is we're so individualistic, right? And that's why there's all this crazy class stuff going on, is because we're so against each other. We do need. I know I'm sounding like I'm a communist. I'm not, but I am a socialist. Uh-oh. We we do need to work together, right? With well, the people that you trust. We are in a socialist society. Exactly. We're in a socialist. This is a socialist democracy. Socialist Canada. democracy, yeah. Yeah. Which means that, you know, there's still lazy, fair economics, right? And, you know, that's always the question of what, it, beside the politics, if you want to get ahead in life, you have to work with people. Forget about the politics. Forget about anything. In life, if you want to get ahead, you've got to work with people. Because guess what? If you become the most successful person in the world and you're on the mountaintop by yourself, you're going to want to fucking jump off of it, right? (laughs) Yeah. Get up to a place where you can set a table and you can have all your friends at that table and everybody brings their own bottle of champagne or whatever the fuck they drink, right? 
work with people. That's how you get ahead in life. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers to that. Yeah. You can take the, uh, the, the counselor out of the office, but the can't take the office uh, out of the counselor. Yeah. I'm a, I told you, Dan, I'm a <clears throat> lifelong learner, brother. <laughs> you know this. Yeah. But that's why I love this is because, you know, I feel sorry if I had to have these conversations with my wife every night, she might go ballistic. I mean, that's, that's the, the joy of the garage. We all come here and that's the joy we, of the garage. We share yeah. whatever we want and <clears throat> we can go topic to topic and, you know, who gives a fuck compare, <laughs> yeah. compare hot dogs or sandwiches, you know, hot, boxers or briefs. Yeah. Hot dogs, a fucking taco. Right. Hot dogs, a taco. Oh my God. I like that. Yeah. What's a corn dog then? Uh, oh, there's bread there. Bread, corn dog, batter. Corn dog. Yeah, how about this? Pogo's, the Pogo's a stick. A it's a, is it a kebab? Oh, shit. Kebab's <laughs> <laughs> just a meat stick. But uh, yeah, a but so, stick. A, uh, Pogo is like a hot dog with the, the cornbread yeah. or whatever on a stick. So is it a, you know, is it a kebab? You know what I had dog? today that was delicious? Go ahead, tell me. Popeyes. You guys ever had Popeyes? That's yeah. what it is. It's a fucking terrine. A corn dog is a terrine. Oh, here. It's, still, it's, it's still a French over. style. It's a French dish. Oh my god. A terrine. It's like uh it's it's a it's it's a force meat. Don't just Google it later. Is that what you learned at Auberge? No, <laughs> that's what I learned. It's a force dish. Yeah, it's it's just Google it. I, I can't explain it. What'd you it have like at Popeyes there? Deer Pop? shit or something like that? No, deer shit. It's, it's it's like a pat, it's a pate that's wrapped in like a bread type of situation. Oh, yeah. it's a hunter thing though. You're saying it's no, you can be any type of fucking meat you want. <laughs> oh, okay. What you're saying is like a hunter thing. So I'm like, no, there's I a hunter a, that goes out there and no. kills baby fucking calves or whatever. They, like, no, no. <laughs> they go out there, sick hunter, and what a niche market. And they wipe out all the pogos. So that's a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. And the ducks bring them back, not the dogs. Never mind, I'm wrong. It's not. The bloodhounds. It's not a tittine. <laughs> oh jeez. Tittine. Do, do, do you guys hunt? No, not yet. No. No. Yeah, I've shot a bow years. I've shot a bow and arrow once. <laughs> That's pretty cool. No, it was a cross. Like a real bow and arrow. It was a crossbow. Sliced Sorry, up it was some cross dead bow. animals, but oh, never man. had to uh, No, it was just kill it from just a target. Yeah. Yeah. We we hunt out here. I mean, uh, well, I mean, I do at least. Do you? And uh, oh yeah, you have guns. Hunting. Yeah. What kind? You just like bolt action rifles, like nothing that if there's a zombie apocalypse that I would truly recommend because it. Like, oh, oh yo Google. But uh, yes, I have guns. Cool. Yeah. <clears throat> so what what was Chris saying? Right. Uh. He Google, just learned something. Google, Google says that technically a hot dog is a sandwich. I need to hear from Google herself. <laughs> hey, Google. That's is a hot idea. dog a sandwich? Here's a summary from the website merriam-webster.com. We know the idea that a hot dog is a sandwich is heresy to some of you. <laughs> But given that the definition of sandwich is two or more slices of bread or a split roll having a filling in between, there is no sensible way around it. Hence, a hot dog is a sandwich. To find out more, look for the link on Google Home or Google Assistant. Hamburger must be a sandwich. That's it. Technically. Uh, Not a meat taco. 
<laughs> but I will, she I will, never I will, mentioned taco in the not I, even quesadilla. I, I, I like tacos. So, so <laughs> quesadilla. <laughs> I don't know, man. I still think sandwich like it's sandwich <clears> bread. <throat> it's called sandwich bread. From the well, Earl of Sandwich. Because you traditionally make a sandwich out of sandwich bread, but I've used fucking okay, anything. So to sliced make. bread is your, I've that's a, the line. Listen, I have made a sandwich out of three pieces of meat, okay? Fuck that. And an egg, <laughs> all right? I used two pieces of, of fucking chicken cutlet, a fried egg, and, a, and some salami, and I made a fucking sandwich, okay? I, I made a Nutella sandwich out of a baguette, like the whole thing. <laughs> you know, like, like a good meter long, whatever That's you want to call it. That's your stoner moment. And uh, I don't know, was that a sandwich? I made a Nutella sandwich with a croissant. <laughs> That's yeah. a sandwich. Two pieces there's of this, bread. This it is. I, there's this guy I interviewed. His, name <clears> is, his nickname is a sandwich Nazi. And I did an episode with him. It is the wildest interview so he is the sandwich he, version it, of the it's soup our Nazi. Listen to le, uh, episode. He's this guy from um, Lebanon, and uh, he was a male prostitute, and he like r- rode the rails. <laughs> wow! And he right. ended up in Vancouver. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, I had to fuck a fat. <clears> as most of them do. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> yeah, and uh, and he makes these sandwiches, dude, and they're huge. There's like that much meat, and it's like. Eight bucks, and yeah, you got to check him out, man. Look it up, Sandwich Nazi Salam Kahil. Wow. And I did an episode with him, and he was dropping like n bombs. Eight, eight bucks is and, like uh, a really from the beginning here. of the episode. I'm like, bleep, bleep, warning. Bleep. No, this you episode <laughs> contains graphic, like, like, and I got so much blowback. People were like, really, man, you didn't like, <clears throat> you didn't step step up for us. You, or, you know what I mean? Like, you didn't uh, not for us, but you didn't step up for people, right? By and, and sent trying to shut like, him oh, up. Fuck, this is what I mean. This was cancel culture. I, th- I yeah. think we're going to have to do uh, I was a 23 and me. I couldn't believe with, what was happening. Uh, like, I was processing <laughs> what was. You have to listen to the interview to understand. It's I will. Wild. I don't know. I'm going to listen to that one. I didn't see. I had, didn't he see cries halfway through. Holy shit. Oh, Jesus. Dude, it's <clears> insane. It's, wow. like, it's some Howard Stern level shit. And I'm just like along for the ride. Like, what the fuck is going on here? Okay, I got a question for you. I wanted to ask you. In the all the time that you've been doing this and you've been getting feedback from audience. Um, do you have, have you gotten any like uh, trollish type of situations oh, yeah. or hate or oh, yeah. really? That's how you know you're, you're, you're doing you made it right though. Oh, fuck. I don't know about made it. That's awesome. <laughs> but, but, but the mentality is once you start pissing people off, yeah. Right, but we've 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 succeeded in doing that on uh, our social media. There's a guy that I follow, uh, Talib Kwali, rapper, MC, and uh, amazing guy. He follows us on uh, Instagram. Cool. Nice. And yeah, he's the most famous person that follows me. I mean, he doesn't listen to me by any means. He fucking has no idea who I am. But <laughs> but there was a conversation going on, and this white guy was like, you know, like black people are violent and all this stuff and like i just wa- read the whole thread the whole thread and there was some knowledge getting dropped like while he was going at him right excuse me and then i just chime in at the very end 
Yo, I was going to say something, but I decided to read this and I educated my white ass. Thank you very much. And then he wow. liked it. And then he started following me after. Shit. And yeah, and I've interacted with uh, a lot of Rob Flynn from Machine Head, which is one of my favorite bands. And he's messaged back and stuff. But for whatever reason, he doesn't follow me. You know, <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm not VIP yet. But anyways. Dude, drop um, a follow, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Come on. Yeah, yeah. But anyways. Yeah. Which is so dumb because I've had people follow me and then unfollow me, which is like, if you're trying to grow a community, don't fucking do that because that's how you get ahead. Like I was saying earlier, if you help other people, you get ahead. Not only uh, is it that you have higher chances of success because you're working alongside people, but when you are successful, you have people to share it with. That's what the comedians did in the 90s. They'd go on, you know, uh, Johnny Carson do a skit and then blah 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 and then they talk to their friend that's how Jerry Seinfeld got ahead one yeah. of the richest comedians he is the richest comedian in the world Yeah, he got ahead he would tell his jokes to his comedy buddies you know is there anything here kind of thing and then he would do it I love Jerry Seinfeld's comedy because it's very like you can just tell like this guy's such a smart ass and I'm such an idiot so I'm supposed to laugh here <laughs> it's kind of so- like Norm Macdonald's humor yeah. So if you had anybody like come after you just for the sh- for shits and giggles for them to come after you, so so I did an interview with a guy from uh, there. There's Uyghurs in China. They're Chinese Muslims. Okay. And they're being like like exterminated. Like yeah. there's a genocide going yeah. against them right now from the Chinese government, the the Chinese communist government. Mm-hmm. And uh, I interviewed a guy from there, and then I put the interview online. And bots from China were like, "This is fake news and all kinds of shit." You oh, can wow. see it on the YouTube. You got the uh, bot yeah, attack. Man. Holy shit! Yeah, so I, I, dude, I can't even go to China. <clears throat> oh, they know you now. They know me. Yeah. Wow. And they have, dude. They this guy's talking about. You got to check it out. Zapper Alip is the interview, and he talks about what's happening there. And they have organ markets, and people are just disappearing. It's crazy shit. It's crazy shit. Wow. How, so yeah. that, that's a level above troll. That's like bots coming after you. Dude, I'm getting targeted, man. It's so crazy just, shit. Just make sure you abuse your organs just enough where they don't come yeah, after that's you. That's right. Okay? They hit, oh, they're not man. worth they it. They can't use my liver. I'll tell you. They'll look at my liver and they'll be like, this guy's fucking animal. Fucking eating too many hot dogs. Oh, my Sam- God. Hot dog oh, sandwiches. drinking too many beers, bro. <laughs> I love my beers. I'm a pretty healthy eater, to be completely honest. I mean, I think in life it's all balance, right? Because the reality is, if you go out drinking hard night, the next day you're gonna feel it, and you're yeah. not gonna be drinking. That's your body's way of saying smart the fuck up. Speaking I mean, of, speaking of eating Popeyes, three days. I mean, you know, just be a hangover. Your body's like. Hey man, you need to go on a hiatus, bro. You I, need to repair your brain, your body. It's amazing. It repairs itself if you let it. But we don't let our bodies rest enough. Rob, I spent two weeks in Cuba drinking as much as I could. My point. I rest my case. <laughs> when did I came back, feel like did you feel like you're you had a fog? Full but how were the two weeks after that? No, I was fine. No. <laughs> Didn't I got, shit. I got home. Yeah, I, I ate like a pound of pasta, and then I was fucking good. I went right. This back dude's to work. under thirty, man. It's it's a different conversation oh, yeah. how altogether. Old, how old are you, Chris? Twenty nine. 
I mean, I was oh, 20. Man, dude, you're on the, you're on the turn. What was that? I was brother. 20. I think I was point. 22 yeah. when I went to Cuba the first time for two weeks. 22 is prime. Oh, yeah, yeah, your body could have handled that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was working, I was working you a know shift what, with I an hour and a half. Like between between I don't like getting. Wow. I need it. I need it. Once once a year, I need it. I need it just get fucked. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. No, my my uncle and my dad are the same way. At least once a year, they'll just fucking tie on a massive one. Oh, you yeah, need that's it once a year though. At least uh, some. Yeah, I mean, technically, it's twice. Story about uncle whatever. It's, it's yeah. technically <laughs> twice a year because each for. of their birthdays they just tie one on. But I mean, my family's that's a family of. But you I'm know, talking about every other weekend, man. You can't do. We're that. we're 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 a family of social drinkers. We we like to have our booze. Like a lot. Fair enough. But we're I'm big saying, fuckers. Like, when you're a parent, you cannot be getting you can, your priorities. I mean, you can't. Can, can you can't at this age. Tuesday night. Tuesday afternoon. I, I, your, I, your, <laughs> I mean, you can. Yeah. I'm I, doing I, right now. Yeah. I, I don't have to work in the morning. At your kids' age, you shouldn't be tying one on on a weeknight. But at my age, my parents are free to do whatever the fuck they want because I'm a grown ass man. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so we're gonna see a lot of uh, Instagram lives with Rob in Hawaii. Yeah. Ooh. Oh yeah, yeah. Just rinsed. every every single just different drink. <laughs> I, every time you get a new Three drink, you know I what? Need you to be posting it. Yeah. What's your What's your guys' favorite cocktail? Hmm. Screwdriver. Mm. Really? Orange, yeah. orange and vodka. Yeah. Orange juice and vodka. That's your favorite cocktail. I just like it's to- it's the cock. It's my go to cocktail. If I'm going to be drinking, like say at a stag, Fair enough. and I know I'm going to be there for okay, most okay. of the night drinking, yeah, I can I can start off with that, you know, maybe then go to a couple of beers, but screwdrivers will get me through the night and I won't yeah. feel it. See, yeah, you you and great. me, we drink different. I drink beer, but I- like, I hate beer. It sounds like you like cocktails more than beers. Is that right? Me? Yeah. Um... I'm it not a big de- cocktail. No, I do. It all depends on the situation. I, know, I do. I don't drink sure. beer at all. Yeah, Dan doesn't drink beer. I'll, I, I'll have a couple of beers. I can't drink more than two. Beer. Okay. I I I'm okay with beers. I'll I'll have if someone offers, I'll have it. I have a fridge full of beer, but I find that for me at my age, even before I was uh, when I was younger and I was drinking beer, I never like truly enjoyed it. Mm. The fruity stuff I like just because of the flavor. Right. So now I'm actually leaning towards drinking more ciders, like uh, oh, yeah. a green apple lots cider. Of sugar. Lots of sugar in ciders, though. Uh, that's okay. There's lots of sugar in beer, that's too. Okay. So what the fuck am I talking well, about? I well, talking I, actually, about. it's more probably more carbs than sugar, right? Yeah. In a beer? Yeah. yeah. Because I just, you know, it's it's the bloating. It's the gas. It's, oh, yeah. It's, you know what it, it gives is, you though? a heavy, it makes you feel heavy after two. Like, you, I enjoyed drinking during, but then you, you know, I, when you're done, it's like, oh. We drink can, wrong. I, we drink it wrong. You're you're not supposed to drink beer if you can't. You're supposed to pour it into a glass. And, and you know how it foams up? You get the head. Yeah. You want it to have as much head as possible. Because otherwise, the, I mean. You're not pouring it from like yeah. three stories well, up. Yeah, you're getting rid of the, some but of you know the carbonation. I mean? you, yeah, you pour here and on the side, and then you go up like that, and you want it to breathe because yeah. otherwise, those bubbles—that's what's going on in your stomach. Yeah, that's why you're. It's the carbonation. So no, want, I know. Yeah, exactly. So you, as I burp, so <clears> that's why you want to get the foam on there, and then it just turns into beer anyways. 
Yeah. So there's your there's your tip. That's a bro tip so, right there. And I'll um, try that in a couple of minutes. On that note, you can be, you can <laughs> be whoever. Tip. Bro yeah. tip. On that note, next time I crack a beer, I'm going to let you know how it goes Has for me. <laughs> and uh, I'll let you know next week as I'll be in New Brunswick next week. Right. Uh, but on that, I do have to get to bed. Uh, All right. Because I gotta so. I gotta be at work in. Six and a half hours. Chris That's has spoken. Hour. It is now bedtime. It is bedtime. All right. For me. All right. Baby's Any last questions? Babe, yeah. Not Baby. yet. Before I, before I let you go. Before you let me go. Not yet. No Not more yet. questions for me. All right. Thank you, Rob. This was Thank most you. enjoyable. It was, oh, it was very pleasurable. It's, it's been great to, to get to know the man behind the it counselor. Is five to midnight. Five to midnight. Holy, okay. Well, you guys got to go. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Rob. Okay. Have a good night. I know. You too. I know. Bye.